Radio Pensacola 92.3. We are privileged to have with us Representative Michelle Salzman, District 2. And um, Representative Salzman is also the chair of Healthcare Regulation Committee in the Florida House. Thank you, Representative Salzman, for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. First of all, um, you'll have to pardon my voice because I've been um, dealing with a sinus infection, but um, I, oh. I represent District One. I'm although, sorry, District, um, I'm District, in District One. Oh no, that's okay. <laughs> I, I'm everywhere, anywhere, anyway, right? <laughs> oh, but, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and as long as I'm your favorite, it doesn't matter. I mean, of course, I you can are. be any district you want. Just, just give me that, and then we'll be good. Yeah. So, um, well, good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning. We just got off the phone with Dr. Horton from Brownsville Church, and he was discussing with us the Toys for Tots. A dilemma they ran into this season and how you specifically and along with Senator Broxton and Lumen May and others stepped up to uh, fill in that gap. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. We, um, I, I was in committee week and uh, actually I was actually in committee and I got a text message from the pastor and I stepped out to call him because he never calls me for anything. He's usually pretty self-serving. He relies upon his community that he has already, so he doesn't typically need help. Um, so, of course, I answered the call, and um, he was just really worried about the kids that he had in his church that were signed up, and he wanted to make sure that they had toys. So I uh, said, so that's an easy win there. We can we can come together. I'm not worried about finding your toys. You can hang up the phone and know that, that that'll be all right. And, I mean, of course, everything worked out really well. Of course, he got millions of toys, all that he could ever need, but... You know, that's just the kind of community we live in. It really is. And he, he described it as a Christmas miracle. And, you know, it takes the community, our elected representatives and others, to really step in and fill in the gaps when these kind of things happen. And, and that's what's so special about our community. And and thank you for the for what you've done and, what, and for everybody else, what they've done to step up. And... Um, I wanted to also talk to you a little bit about, you know, today, just for um, the sake of, you know, what we've been talking about, some city council ordinances that passed, like the red light cameras and the um, um, prohibition on panhandling, but um, a legislative update, sort of like, what can we expect coming into 2024? Is there anything specific that you think is going to come up during session that might affect Northwest Florida? I think the biggest thing is the Live Healthy Act that we're doing. Um, it's a big package, uh, really pushed by the Senate President um, Pasadomo. She's wanting to do a lot in the healthcare world to try to fill a lot of the gaps that we have throughout Florida, rural communities, urban communities. You know, everybody um, from maternal health care to dental uh, services. We are trying to really navigate the the gaps and, and try to fill those voids. So. The big thing that we're doing this year is going to be that it's a healthcare package, and I'm in healthcare, so I just happen to have the honor of being a part of that. But it's called the Live Healthy Act, and it's going to be the biggest thing that we do this session. Um, it's, it's just an incredible piece of legislation that addresses a lot of the critical needs 
for our Floridians. Yeah, it really does. You know, I've, I've read through it, and it addresses a lot of critical needs. And one thing that might be of interest to people is everybody knows a little bit about student debt and, you know, retaining some of these professionals that we graduate in Florida, especially in the medical field. What does the Live Healthy Initiative do to help address that debt and help retain some of those, some of those students after residency? So it does, a, it does a few things to that. The first thing it does is it provides some debt relief for people if they agree to do certain paths in their um, medical career. Um, also in the rural communities, it, is, it um, puts more money into debt relief if you uh, plan to serve in a rural community for a few years. Uh, for the residency stuff, <clears throat> it does a lot there too because it's actually opening up the, um, the laws. So if you can't find a residency um, in the field that you're in, you can find a doctor that's willing to let you shadow and you can work under that doctor instead of waiting on that residency position to open up. Um, it, it really does address a lot of the little niche components of, of the healthcare community and just dives into what is it that it was lacking there and how can we address that specific need. I mean, we're even expanding <clears throat> Medicaid rates in um, the uh, maternal health world as well as in the dental, dental world by increasing the reimbursement rate. So maybe that'll encourage providers to stick around. Yeah, that's huge. And, you know, I do a lot of work in the area of child welfare in my in my lobbying career. And, and a lot of times it's hard to find, especially dentists, um, and especially in rural communities, um, for kids who are in, in the dependency system and in care. So that would really, I think, have ripple effects throughout throughout the state and throughout different populations, like you mentioned. I think it's so important. It is, and um, Florida hasn't had a mass exodus of doctors in the dental or uh, maternal health uh, components, but other states have. It's gotten really bad in some states, so we're just watching the trend nationally and making sure that we're not going to have that same issue in Florida. Great. Thank you for keeping up with that. And, and thank you to the to the Senate president for bringing that forward. It's such an important initiative. And also, you know, you've filed a number of bills already. I know a session starts in January and one that sticks out and may and may actually be of interest to a lot of people in this community is HP 57, which is the county commissioner term limits bill. Um, do you could you elaborate on that bill a little bit for us? Sure. It initially um, came from just conversations in the previous years in the legislature. You know, when I first got in office, uh, I put term limits on ECUA, um, that board. Some of those members had been members of that board for 30 plus years. Uh, and in doing so, having conversations with my incoming speaker, uh, Sam Garrison, he said, I want term limits on everything. <clears throat> and I said, I do, too. He said, we're going to start with the school board. So he ran a bill put term limits on school board members and we got it at 12 years the first go around but then we went back and we changed it to eight years the following year um and then just having those conversations what's next and of course the first thing is county commissioners and so <clears throat> we're just following in, in suit with that we're going to do county commissioners this year and it'll likely be another constitutional officer the next year and if my speaker has it his way, every constitutional officer in Florida will be term limited by the time he finishes his eight-year term. So just really following in line with that and doing little pieces at a time, 
My Senate sponsor is uh, uh, Senator Angolia, and he's been very passionate about this for so many years. Something he has, this isn't the first time he's pushed forward either, but it's my understanding that we have a great agreement on both the House and Senate side. So this should be um, should be a win for the people um, c- come the end of session. That's great. Really good information. Um, a lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities, the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. Or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association. So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event, November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at Anderson Subaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. $250 donation for new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or AndersonSubaru.com slash share for details. Whenever I think about Christina Leavenworth, I think about the first time we bought a house. And man, how I wish I could have had a realtor like her when that was happening. Because, you know, we didn't know anything. We were young kids and I mean, it turned out okay, but with Christina Leavenworth, I would know that I'd get all my questions answered. I know that she would navigate through the process, take care of us, hold our hand, basically teach us how to do things, make sure that we're only paying what a house is worth, and kind of be like our bulldog fighting for us. I just, I know that. And making sure that all the way through the end, the process gets taken care of, because she not only understands the buyer's mindset, obviously, but she understands the seller's mindset because selling 233 homes in a year, she really understands the way they look at the world and what will they negotiate on, what won't they negotiate on, what's the right price, what's the price other people are going to offer, how likely is it that multiple people are going to offer, like all of that kind of stuff. She knows it cold. So though she represents you as a buyer and also a seller, don't get me wrong, she'll sell your house too, but she gets how they think so she knows how the other side can work effectively for that. So if you're thinking about buying for the first time, a great resource. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty. 723-9158. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis and Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis and Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis and Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis and Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, Call Benakis and Associates, now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis and Associates, leave the numbers to the experts. Secret offers, guaranteed returns, over-the-top promises that you too can make fast money. These are all red flags that you should be wary of when looking at investment opportunities. Visit Florida's Office of Financial Regulation website 24-7 to learn what questions to ask before you invest. Remember, 
If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Visit slofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. We are back on air with Representative Michelle Salzman from District 1. I don't know how I got that wrong. I think it's just because I live in District 2. But in any case, still my favorite. My favorite, I have to say. I love that. I love you putting me in, too. Listen, I'm everywhere. It's okay. Yes. I'm literally driving to Panama City right now for a veterans event um, with the uh, executive director of Florida Department of Veterans Affairs. I've got a, a car full of veterans, and so um, I'm just going to hang out with uh, the General Maney, you know, representative oh, Maney for the day. So, so I'm everywhere. It's okay. I don't. It's all good. I just hate for a listener to think that I represent this. Oh, of course. Two. You know, we've of got course. No, I, in, uh, in handle. I appreciate so, that know. correction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, yes, the general, General Maney. I call him the judge. Being an attorney, I, I can't yeah, yeah. I can't call him anything else. I just I'm always like Judge Maney. Um, so, as every probably most of our listeners know, you're very involved in, and you've always been involved in a lot of community initiatives around, like you said, not just in the district that you represent, but especially in the district that you represent. So. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what you're involved in right now, where where you see um, some movement in our community, and, and maybe what our listeners can do as far as like participation and, and helping making our community a better place to live. Oh, my goodness. See, I love that you, you gave me that question because we didn't even talk about it. So you have no idea what I'm going to say. This could be so fun. That's right. <laughs> um. Well, we, we, of course, we just finished up the Toys for Tots drive, and, and um, also we had angel trees that we were fulfilling, and then we had wreaths across America. Um, so there was a lot of great stuff, you know, that people could get invested in during the holidays. If you're confused about where to go or who to get to and you just want to help out, an easy thing to do during the holidays is maybe buy a bag of dog food and take it to the Pensacola Humane Society. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, go up there and offer to volunteer to take care of some pets. So, you know, a lot of times during the holidays, people think about the kids and, and making sure that they have a good Christmas. But we have little pets and stuff, too, that, that aren't really paid attention to because we're so focused on putting presents under the tree. So if folks are looking for something to give to and they missed an opportunity to give to, you know, the Toys or Tots, the Tots or the Reese Across America, you could certainly just call your um, Humane Society and ask them what they need. They usually have a list um, posted. Another thing that you could do if you're trying to get engaged and really make an impact is uh, get in touch with the Gulf Coast Kids House and see what needs they have and how you can help spread awareness um, for, you know, the child abuse issues that we have in all of the communities across America. Um, for me, uh, we're going into December, heading into January, so you got the Mardi Gras season coming up. And most of your crews in Pensacola um, really focus on philanthropy and how they can get back. They don't just party and throw beads in, in the middle of the street. We typically have some other mission that we're focused on. So, you know, you want to stay in touch and stay in tune with all of your local Mardi Gras folks and see what it is that they're uh, collecting for. One of the things that we participate in is the all-crew wars. And um, you would say, well, how does that have to do with uh, giving back to the community? Well, one of the big things is the Mana Food Drive. Um, we always collect food and give it to Mana. 
We also do the diaper drive with the Gulf Coast Kids House, as I previously mentioned, trying to provide diapers for Santa Rosa and Escambia counties for as long as we can. So it's one less thing that they have to focus on when they get those little babies in um, in their care. So those are some things that are coming down the pipeline um, that you could potentially get engaged in. Something that a lot of people don't talk about regularly would be um, becoming a mentor in the school district. Uh, You know, if you have one hour a week, one hour, just one hour a week that you can, and you get to pick the day of the week and you get to pick the, the hour, you know, but if you can give one hour a week during the school year, you could literally change the life of a, of a child just by going in there and spending some time with them and giving them that one-on-one attention. You can do that through Take Stock in Children, which is an incredible program. I happen to be on the leadership council too. Um, and it's a long program. You start whenever you're in middle school all the way through high school, and you have that mentor that's with you as long as possible, but you can switch them out. Um, you know, if, if, if a mentor, if you have to move and you can't do more than a year, a year is fine. You know, we try to get you to commit to the full year for the one hour a week, but the Take Stock program really provides a, a pathway for success for a lot of children that, that whose parents have never had the opportunity to go to college, much less themselves. And then if you don't want to do it that way, you can always go to the actual school district and work through the public involvement, um, uh, the community involvement mm-hmm. coordinator, and just become a mentor through the schools. Um, if you're looking for making an impact, um, I know everything that I've talked about is mostly around children, but it's the truth. You know, it's not a punchline that the children are the future, Hmm. and we really need to just love on them as much as possible. If you don't know who the Public School Foundation is in Escambia County, I encourage you to look it up. It's a great organization that really manages all of that extra money and extra resources that are put through the school district. Whether you're in Escambia or Santa Rosa County, it doesn't matter. We we all have our own um, public school foundations that you can – participate or become a partner in. So those are some really good ideas, honestly, that that just make a huge impact and don't require a lot of commitment, you know. Um, And and like I said, a simple bag of dog food goes a long way. Um, If, if, you know, if 100 people brought one bag of dog food to the um, Humane Society, they wouldn't need dog food for a long time. Thank you for those ideas. We really appreciate you and appreciate you being with us. Have safe travels and a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. All right. Get to feeling better soon. Yes.